Well, welcome everyone to another episode of Travel with Ginger MMT. And as everyone knows, uh, on this ep- on this show, we like to do one interview per month. And we told you last month when we kicked off this podcast that the month of April was going to be our first uh, interview with someone. And we're kind of setting the bar high here. We we have a mm-hmm. former Disney cast member on the line with us today. And so that's really exciting. We have Lauren on the line. Lauren, welcome. Yay, thank you. Glad to be here. Uh, we so appreciate you taking your time to talk with us. Uh, we know that um, it, it kind of can't get more of an expert on Disney than a cast member. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And and you were part of the Disney College program. Is that correct? I was, yes. And so, how long were you a cast member at Disney World? Yeah, so I was um, there for a year. So my original program was supposed to be from January to August. Um, but I ended up extending to be there for a full year, which is the longest you can do a college program. That's very cool. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so what parks and resorts did you work at? I worked um, in Animal Kingdom and in Dinoland USA. Um, so I worked some of the rides there. Nice. Very cool. That's cool. So what all, uh, did, you know, what all jobs did you have? What rides did you work? Uh, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, I worked, I started off being trained at Dinorama, um, which consists of Triceratops Spin and Primeval World. Um, and then about like a month and a half later, I got trained at, um, the Boneyard, which is the playground area in Dinoland. And then, um, I'd say like in September, I think I got, uh, trained at Dinosaur the Ride. So I ended up getting trained at three out of the four locations. Oh, wow. That's really cool. cool. That is really cool. So what was your favorite of those jobs while you were there? Um, I, I don't know. They were all pretty fun in their own way. Um, but I think my favorite just had to be Prenville World working that just because it was like the first thing that I learned and mm-hmm. I understood it the most out of everything. Yeah. Okay. So just side question here. Did you mm-hmm. ever see somebody get off of that ride and they were like super dizzy? <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I, there, there are many moments where I got to see Code Vs. So, um, many Code Vs, many, many people complaining that they got a little, a little dizzy. So, so definitely saw that. I'm, I'm guessing, Myself included. I'm guessing Code V stands for vomit. Is that correct? Yes. Oh, yeah. For nice. Sure. Nice. That's a much nicer way of saying it. Yeah. Code V instead yeah. of, instead yes. of Jimmy's about to hurl. So, um, <laughs> yes. that's, that's exactly. a nice way of saying it. For sure. Yes. Um, well, for, for listeners and, and people who are watching on YouTube who, who may not know and, and are curious, what, what goes about getting into the Disney College program? How did you have to apply for that? You know, what steps did you have to take to get into that program? Yeah, so um, I just kind of looked at it online. Uh, I knew someone who had done it before, so I had a little information about it, but I mainly just found all the information online. And um, they have their website tells you mainly all that you need to do for it. Uh, so I started off with the application, um, just kind of general information and kind of what kind of roles you would like to do if you were to be chosen. Um, and then if you if your application is sent through, then you can do an uh, online interview, which is kind of like a questionnaire to some extent where you're talking about like um, your work ethic, that kind of stuff. And if you past that then you can go to a phone interview with one of the casting recruiters and um so that's the final step before you either get accepted or denied to the program 
Well, that's really cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. we we know you, and we know you have a tremendous work ethic, so we're not surprised <laughs> at all that you passed that part of the, <laughs> yeah. uh, the exam. Yeah, not at all surprised. So from a cast member's perspective, Lauren, how important do you think pre-planning is for Disney, like fast passes and dining reservations? Mm -hmm. It is one of the most important things um, about, you know, your Disney trip. You need to, you need to make sure you plan ahead. Um, So working at the rides, um, two, two of the rides that I worked had fast passes. So I would see a lot of times where people would come up and, and say, I have a fast pass and they wouldn't understand what a fast pass was. They actually wouldn't have anything on their account. They would just oh, think no. they would have it. So um, just one, it's great because like planning ahead, like helps you understand all these like Disney terms yeah. and stuff that might be a little confusing for people who are just coming in to um, see for the first time. Um, but also like it, it helps you, um, uh, it helps you not waste your time when you're walking around the parks, yeah. you know? Uh, so you're not just wondering like, what should we do? But this one has this way. This one, I don't know. So I did that a lot as a cast member. Like when I went to the parks on my own time, I did that a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And like planning ahead, I know that there's like a big thing about getting fast passes, you know, the night that you, as soon as you can get them. Um, but just because you, uh, like if you like were get were to get fast passes that night, um, and you didn't get the ones that you wanted, it doesn't mean that you're you know not going to get them at all, mm-hmm. uh, because they do drop uh, like the day of. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's important to like get fast passes for the day, but you, if you don't get the ones that you're really looking for, don't be discouraged because you still could get them because people could either cancel them huh. or um, they do drop throughout the day. There are certain times where um, the more fast passes will drop depending on the capacity that the park has. That's very cool. Huh. Yeah. That's really cool. And I think a yeah. lot of people don't realize how huge Disney is and how much time you can waste just walking mm-hmm. around, you know, if you haven't kind of thought through at least a little bit of what you want to do. Yeah. Well, you got many options of stuff you can do. That's yeah. for sure. Exactly. Yeah. It's a little overwhelming. So <laughs> it, I definitely, under, I definitely recommend planning ahead um and getting at least an idea of what you might want to do now you you said i'm gonna ask another side question sorry mm-hmm. you said something very interesting to me just then you said that you know it can doing this ahead of time can help you be familiarized with the disney terminology like fast mm-hmm. pass and standby line stuff like that so do you think you know since ginger's a free travel agent you know people don't pay her anything mm-hmm. to help do you think that that would be something advantageous that she can offer to clients if she does know the terminology and she can help them, particularly if it's their first time. Oh yeah, for sure. I think especially like your first time doing anything, you want to ask for help from someone who understands what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely going to someone who understands what's going on, if you don't know, um, will really help you in the long run. Yeah, I, I agree. I think so, too. <laughs> Especially, there is a huge, very steep learning curve with mm-hmm. Disney, um, for sure. Um, so, you, you mentioned you got to, you know, work the rides and that kind of stuff. And I'm sure that, and actually, we have a picture of you pin trading, so we'll put that on the screen yeah. right now. <laughs> um, what was, I'm sure you had numerous, especially over the course of a year, I'm sure you had numerous fun and, and enjoyable interactions with mm-hmm. guests. 
Uh, if you could narrow, and I know this is probably a tough question, <laughs> but if you could narrow it down to one interaction that was your favorite interaction you had with a guest, what was it? Um, it's definitely a hard question, but I can tell you, like, as soon as I, um, as soon as someone asked me this question, I know exactly the story that I tell. Um, so there was one day where I was, um, so I was supposed to be scheduled at like Dynarama and then they ended up pulling me to the boneyard for a little bit. So, um, I was at the boneyard and it was storming, so it was closed. Um, but people were like sheltering under where we were standing and, um, so, you know, to get out of the rain and stuff. So I was talking to this family. Little did I know that they didn't speak any English. And so I was using the very <laughs> minimal amount of Spanish that I know. I'm trying to talk to them. But um, they had a little girl who's like four. And she did not care that I didn't speak any Spanish. But we just had a fun little conversation. I asked her her name probably like four times. <laughs> that's all I can, all I can say. But... um so we had a nice little conversation and then the rain stopped. They like went off and did something. Then I um, went back to Dynarama um, to finish the rest of my shift. And I ended up seeing her over there. And um, at that time, probably the world was closed. And so we were just standing outside the front of the ride with like hula hoops and stuff playing with little kids. And um, she came up and uh, recognized me and ran up and gave me the biggest hug. And I was like, oh. wait, <laughs> This girl recognized me, so we were, like, playing with hula hoops for forever. Um, we were just running around. I ended up um, doing a magical moment with her and giving her a bubble wand. Oh, um, oh that's cool. And, yeah, and then her mom walked away um, with her, and so they, like, went to go meet their family. They came back, and she ran up to me and had something behind her back. I could see, like, her hand was behind her back, and I was like, what is she doing? And so she said something to me. Um, and I had my friend who spoke Spanish, who was like kind of translating for me. And so he said, Oh, she wants to give you something. And I was like, oh, What, what is it going to be? And so she, um, uh, put her hand up and gave me a, her pack of Oreos that she got. Aww, and and it was the sweetest thing because, um, you know, Oreos are very important to her. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> Oreos are very important so, to me. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Uh, so that pack of Oreos, like, um, I almost like kept the wrapper because I was like, I almost started crying when I got it. It was so precious because this little girl, like, she recognized me and she, like, she, Loved our interaction so much that she ended up giving me her Oreos so and like, kept coming back to see me and stuff. Um, yeah, so it was really good. And her mom like cried uh, when she was leaving, and so it was. <laughs> that's one of those memorable moments where yeah. like that's that's why I work for Disney is um, seeing interactions like that. Yeah, that is awesome. Um, so not only was that a magical moment for her, that's mm-hmm. a pretty magical moment for you too. <laughs> yeah. And just just so we're clear, um, you know people may or may not have heard about magical moments, you know, Mm -hmm. can you explain what that is for for people who may be watching and aren't familiar with that? Yeah. So a magical moment is just, um, when a cast member does something for a guest that is above and beyond, um, what normal Disney stuff would be. So like, um, maybe giving out some extra fast passes or, um, a Mickey pretzel or, my favorite thing to give out, um, either ice cream or bubble wands. Bubble wands are the cutest thing because kids would, um, not know what to do with it. And then as soon as they figured out what it was, they would light up and <laughs> yeah. run around and, um, 
And so that was that was my favorite thing, just watching them try to figure out what in the world they just got and then figure out, yeah. oh, this thing makes bubbles and lights up. That's yeah. amazing. So. <laughs> it's like everything That's kids awesome. love. It lights up. Yeah, exactly. Bubbles. Yeah. So, Lauren, what was the funniest interaction that you had with a guest? Um, yes. Yeah, so this is kind of hard to answer because a lot of these interactions I probably can't talk about <laughs> in this kind of setting. Um, but yeah, there are definitely a lot of interactions in the boneyard where I would talk to little kids. They would say the weirdest stuff. Um, <laughs> so I remember this one time, like near the end of my program, this kid came up to me. He was like, probably like nine or 10. And he just walked up to me all like, he felt so confident. I could tell. And he just had a, mu- he had a fake mustache on. He said, I'm going through puberty. And he was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay, cool kid. Um, yeah, so I was like, okay, oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, spoken like only yeah. a nine-year-old can. Yeah, yep, yep. I'm sure so you were he, very yeah. impressed by that. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. his mustache—it was a high, it was high-quality mustache. You know, um, you know, it, you could tell it was real because you know his, his red mustache matches like black hair. So, oh, yeah, yeah, it was it was great. <laughs> That's great. That That's really good. Um, people have a lot of different options um, mm-hmm. when it comes to where they're going to go on vacation. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, Disney World has a particular uh, magical feeling associated with it. Mm-hmm. But as someone who's been there, as someone who has worked there, um, we'd like to ask you, Mm-hmm. Why should travelers, when they're planning their upcoming vacations, why should they choose Disney? What sets it apart from the rest? Why why Disney over any other option they could choose? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, you you mentioned, like, the, there's a certain magic about Disney. Um, and the other day I was watching something on Disney+. Plus. Uh, I was watching the new Stargirl movie, mm-hmm. um, and... It, it, they said a line uh, to the extent of the best things in life are where magic meets reality. Mm-hmm. And um, I can, I think that's perfect for what Disney is. So like a lot of other theme parks and music um, parks, well, like they're kind of, you walk in and you kind of just tell it's a theme park. Like you walk in, you can see like all the different rides that they have. Um, so there's not really like any guides to like the different lands or um, what's going on behind the scenes. You kind of see everything. Uh, but at Disney, as soon as you walk in those um, front gates, you are like trans- transformed and you're like transported into um, a completely different world. Mm-hmm. So like as soon as you like were to walk in the main street and Magic Kingdom, uh, you are struck with like the architecture, the scenery, mm-hmm. the music, the sound, like the smell, even. Mm-hmm. Um, and That's it's a great and point. yeah, you go, you go in and you're like, wow, like this, I, you know that it's going to be magical. You have the, that expectation, but it's almost so magical that like it's, it's real. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just, just magical and just real enough that where you think magic could be real. Yeah. So. For sure. I think that's really where uh, Disney is different from other places. Well, our, just to, to end our conversation, we, uh, mm-hmm. we had just some fun questions that we wanted to ask you. And 
we're probably going to ask these to everybody that we interview. Yeah. Um, of the four parks, the four main mm-hmm. parks, not we won't include the water parks in this part, but yeah. just the four main ones, which one is your favorite? Um, I feel like I'm a little biased, but I think my favorite <laughs> would be Animal Kingdom. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. For sure. What's your favorite ride in each park? Um, well, my my favorite ride is like in general would probably be Everest. So mm-hmm. I think Everest would be my favorite for Animal Kingdom. Um, and then for Magic Kingdom, I'm kind of like in between Haunted Mansion and People Mover. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much a tie for that. Uh, in Hollywood Studios, probably have to be Toy Story Mania. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I love, I love like Mania. the yeah, yeah the interactive ride is great. Um, and then Epcot, um, for some reason I don't know why, but it's the Living with the Land. Yeah. I love that ride. <laughs> it's very educational. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Well, what's your favorite Disney snack? We just did a, a, a thing on our ch- our channel and mm-hmm. our podcast last week where we did a most iconic Disney snack uh, mm. tournament bracket. Uh-huh. Uh, so what's your favorite Disney snack? Oh, it's, it's really tough. Um, it kind of depends on what I'm feeling when I walk into the park. Um, but I'd have to say um, the Dole Whip for like a classic snack, but the milk from uh, Galaxy's Edge mm-hmm. I would go to Hollywood Studios just to get the milk. Like <laughs> I would go to go get the milk and leave. Like blue, I love the milk. Blue or green? Mixed. Oh, Whoa! We haven't mm-hmm. tried that. I haven't tried that. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. was a that was a now, nice little option three there. I yeah. didn't even think about. <laughs> it. <laughs> you can't you can't get, like ask them to mix it. So uh-huh. you have to have a friend there to like yeah. You know, one of each of you gets one of them to mix it. But it it's so much better than just each individually. Huh. Well, I think we're going to have to try I that know. next time we're yeah. there. I don't know. What is your favorite Disney restaurant? Ooh, um, and when, it can, it can uh, be quick service or table service. Yeah. Your okay. choice. Okay. Um, ooh. I, okay, well, I'll do, I'll do one of each. So quick service, probably Flame Tree Barbecue. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, but on my on my program, I went to Ohana for the first time, mm-hmm. and I don't think I've ever been more full than I was <laughs> at Ohana. So I, it was so good. I'd have to probably say Ohana as a favorite. Yes, and Ohana is is I think a lot of people's. It's kind of like a hidden mm-hmm. classic because it's not in a park. It's at the Polynesian, um, kind of mm-hmm. off, sort of off the beaten path. But it is so yeah. good. Uh, we mm-hmm. we love Ohana too. We love the the breakfast, the character breakfast uh-huh. there. And- Seeing the castle off in the distance while you're eating. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, it's a great place. Mm-hmm. And just so everybody knows who's watching, Flame Tree Barbecue is also an Animal Kingdom. So Yeah. Um, Lauren, is, she is really making Animal Kingdom sound like the bomb right That's now. Right. That's what oh, I'm talking about. Right. <laughs> it is the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's cool. Well, our last question for you, Lauren. Um, Disney Springs is quite a large place as well. Mm-hmm. So... Lauren, if you had to pick one store in Disney Springs that you think is your favorite store there so that mm-hmm. anybody who watches this or listens to this knows, okay, so I need to go to this place whenever I go there, what would that store be? Um, well, okay, when, when 
you asked me that first the first thing that that popped into my head was the restaurant blaze but that's not a store so oh, I don't know if I good. Hey, we agree with blaze, you there <laughs> my my friends and i would go there about once a week mm-hmm. after we got off of work and go eat blaze but store wise i'd probably say the co-op mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah I so that. i love yeah. that there's a there's one little shop in there where you can get um postcards and mm-hmm. so i have a nice little collection of those They're oh really that's cool, cool. yeah and we also found a, a candle in the co-op that has the scent uh, of the beach club mm-hmm. lobby. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So that was a good little find there. That's right. Yeah. And the dress shop is also in, in the yes. co-op. Yes. Yep. Very cool. <laughs> well, Lauren, thank you so much for being on the podcast. We really appreciate you letting us you're, ask you questions and you're welcome. You know, educate people about Disney kind of from a different angle. Yes, of course. My pleasure. Hey, maybe closer to like Christmas, we could have you on again and you could talk about Christmas at Disney. Yeah. Would that be oh, cool of course. with you? Oh, awesome. yeah. I can talk about Christmas at Disney all the time. <laughs> well, thank you so, so much, Lauren. We really, yes. really appreciate you. You're so welcome. And we hope everybody enjoyed uh, this conversation with Lauren. Uh, we, we know we did. Uh, and we can honestly say, you know, we know Lauren and you know, there's this idea about the Disney cast members. They're always so, you know, positive and upbeat and happy. Well, Lauren really is that way. That's not an act. She is that kind of person. So we're so thankful that she joined us. And uh, we look forward to seeing everybody next time we're together. Um, so be sure uh, to share this video with anybody that you might think it would interest and like this video. That would always help us out. And we so appreciate you spending your time with us. We'll see everybody next time.